I can see this morning you guys are ready to go higher to this conference. I can feel the atmosphere that you guys are really ready to go higher by this conference. And you need to understand, I'm not saying this to, what do you call it? I'm not saying this to, to hype you up. The atmosphere is loaded here this morning. I can feel it. How many of you can feel that the atmosphere is heavy this morning? That means God is in the building. And when God is ever, whenever you read in the Bible, when you see God is on the scene, He means business. That means He's about to meet your need in this conference. He's about to take you higher to a dimension where the enemy is not allowed to even touch you. Are you with me? You can have your seats. I always say to my church, you're allowed to sit, but don't sit on your mouth because it will be stinking. It will be not fun. It is just a joke to get you relaxed. You're allowed to make jokes in the house of God. Before I start this morning, I just want to thank, just take the lows a bit off for me on the stage. It's a bit overpowering. Before I start this morning, I just want to thank Prophet Leon and Prophetess for allowing me to speak in this conference. I know for them, it is their babies. You guys are their sheep. God has entrusted them to look after you. So for me to stand here this morning, it means a lot. It means they have trusted what God has placed in me. But I wouldn't have what I have right now if it wasn't for them that molded me and shaped me to become the man that I am. And that is what you are doing sitting in this place, being a son and daughter, even those online. You are sons and daughters of Prophet Leon in the flesh realm. Are you with me? Yes, God is your heavenly father, but he has given us man-made people that we follow. Are you with me? The Bible says, follow me as I follow Christ. And that is what I've done and that is why I'm here because of him and not of myself. So first I want to thank them. It's a privilege, it's an honor to be here. I don't do it by myself. It is by grace and through him trusting me. Are you with me? Are you guys excited to go higher this conference? How many of you, this, how many of you saw the service of last Sunday morning or were here last Sunday morning in church? How many of you have worked on unity to be able to go higher? That means that's good. That is why the atmosphere is already loaded here this morning. It is because there must be a commanded blessing on this conference because of your unity. Are you with me? And that is amazing. Even this morning in Centurion, the atmosphere, if I have to explain the atmosphere of last Sunday morning and this Sunday morning, last Sunday morning, I thought everyone in the building wanted to kill me. This week, it feels like heaven is in the place. And the reason why I know that heaven is in this place is when you worship, I didn't see a lot of people looking around. Because the moment you go to a higher dimension, the things around you will not phase you anymore. You keep your eyes off from the things that's around you and your eyes will be focused on the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And while you were worshiping, I was looking around and I saw that is exactly what you were doing. You were surrendering to the King of Kings. Are you with me? This morning, I'm gonna give you a key of how to go higher. And tonight, you do not wanna miss, tonight, Prophet Leon and Apostle Neville will be in this building. I want to encourage you, don't wait for the last night. You don't know, last, last week you saw, we didn't even do a ring of fire. God will move when He wants to move. The service that you miss is maybe the one where God had an appointment with you. Because God is waiting to see who, those that tolerate Him to get out of the building and those who celebrate Him, He's ready to encounter them. Last Sunday morning, uh, evening and um, Tuesday, how many of you saw how prophet prophesies? It was accurate. Do you know why? 
Because the people had a holy hunger. They wanted to hear a word of God. They had a demand from God. They said, God, I will not leave this place until you speak to me. So I want to encourage you tonight and tomorrow night and choose the night. Come with a hunger. Put a demand on the gift that is on Prophet Leon and Apostle Neville's life. Are you with me? But for us to go higher, I want you to understand this. Because sometimes you make things so difficult because you want to be super spiritual that sometimes we make things so difficult and we think that is how it's supposed to be. I want to tell you this morning that God made it easy for His children to go higher. Religion made it difficult for you to go higher. God has made it easy for His Son, Jesus Christ, who torn the veil after His resurrection. Are you with me? The veil has been torn. It gives you access to go higher. God has made it simple to go higher because He wants each and every one of His children to go higher. Because He understands the moment that His children is at the higher place, it's in the realm where God lives, He knows that no enemy can touch them at that dimension. Are you with me? But God has made a dimension that we have to live in and walk in. It's not a dimension we just go in and go out when we want to. We as Christians, we need to understand that we are spiritual beings. We are not fleshly beings. This flesh of mine one day is going to be dust again. My spirit will live forever. My spirit is living from life to life. My spirit cannot die. My spirit man is immortal, but my physical man can die. Are you with me? And that is why in the Bible, when someone died, Jesus didn't say, let me raise them from the dead. No, he's just sleeping. The baby is just sleeping. Because your spirit comes from God and it goes from life to life. So we need to put more emphasis and work on our spiritual man and not our earthly, fleshly man. Because God has given us access to go higher. But it means in the spiritual realm. Are you with me? Sorry, I'm just reading a message. But there's a dimension you can walk with God where you can have unlimited power, where there will not be any barriers over your life, that you'll be able to live the life. How many of you know read that scripture? The Bible says that God has given, Jesus came that you can have life and life more abundance. That is in the higher dimension. That is not in a carnal or fleshly dimension. Because in a carnal and fleshly dimension, you want to work. But in the spiritual realm, your faith allows God to work. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I don't do all things because of my own strength. Are you with me? And this is for every single believer. God has given you a key to access higher dimensions. And this is for everyone, not just as elect few. It is not just for a few leaders. It is for each and every one of us, everyone that is online. We have about 700 people almost online. It's for every single one that hears this message and everyone that has given, ever given their life to Jesus. You have the capability to go higher. God has already placed the key to access higher dimensions inside of you. But the problem is many of us don't know what we have received and that is why we can't walk in what He has given us. How many of you have ever seen a YouTube video where they show you things that you don't know about your iPhone? This is what I'm doing this morning. I'm showing you things that God has already put inside of you, but you're not using it because you don't know you have it. You don't have to cancel your whole calculation. Just put your finger like that and it just takes the one mistake out. But many of you still do your whole calculations over on your phone. And many of us, we still try to go to a higher place thinking we have to press. It is ours that needs to go to a higher place. No. 
Jesus has opened a door that you can go higher. And this morning, I want to give you that key because each one of you already have it. I'm not giving you the key. I'm opening your eyes that you will see what key God has already given you this morning. Are you with me? But for you to be able to go higher, you must first change your mindset. The way you see yourself has to change for you to be able to go higher. You cannot see yourself the way you see yourself right now if you want to go higher. For you to go higher, you have to change the way you see yourself. The moment you became a Christian, you became a supernatural person. If you see yourself as someone that is weak, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be weak. Not because God made you weak, but because you believed you're weak, you'll be weak. And this morning, we're going to change. I'm going to pray to God, change your mind that you will see yourself the way He sees you, that you will know that you know that you already have access. You just have to use the keys. Romans, I want us to go to Romans 12 verse 2. And the Bible says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This morning, you're going to have to renew your mind with the Word of God and by the preaching. Are you with me? Your mind has to be renewed. And this is not just for today. Tonight when you come, tomorrow night, Tuesday night, and every day, as long as you have breath in your, in your lungs, you have to renew yourself to become more like Jesus Christ. Are you with me? We cannot look and sound like the world. We have to be better. You'll have to take your mind off from the carnal mindset that we have and think with the anointed mindset that Jesus has given you and I access to. The way you think of yourself and what God gave you access to will determine what dimension you walk into. God has given you access to go to the highest or highest dimension. But if you don't see yourself and you don't understand what access you have, you will not be able to go higher and higher. Because you'll think you're supposed to be outside of his inner room. In a higher dimension, nothing will be impossible. The mountains that you're facing now, the tribulations that you're facing now, will have no power. Say with me, no power on me. In a higher dimension. The reason why you're fighting the battles that you're fighting right now, it is because you are in the level, in the dimension of that accuser are you with me but God has made a way that you can go higher that no no storm nothing can touch you and this is for each and every one of you it is not just for some Jesus had a mind had an anointed mindset where nothing was impossible for him it is because he knew the and understood the dimension that he was in he knew what was available for him even though he was in the flesh he was in the spirit just like you and I are you with me most of us can't function like Jesus because we do not have the mindset that He had. We do not understand what dimensions God has opened for us as Christians because of Jesus Christ. We still live in our fleshly mindset and a lower dimension and we think we can have the results of a higher dimension. That is not how it works. For you to go higher, your mindset has to change. You, you have to see yourself in a different light and you have to see the Word of God not just to keep you here, the Word of God has opened doors for you to go higher. Are you with me? The Bible says, as you think in your heart, so are you. 
How do you think of yourself this morning? Do you still hear your wife or your husband's voice? Your mother-in-law's voice? Your teacher's voice? How do you see yourself? Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so are you. Do you still think you're not good enough? This morning I want to show you that you are good enough. Not because of who you are, but because what precious gift God has given you as a Christian to be able to have access to go into the heights of the heights. Are you with me? Jesus taught His disciples have to go to a higher dimension and have to, and, and they, Jesus taught them how to have the mindset to go higher. And how did He do that? He had to show them through going to heal the sick, cast out demons, break the bread, show to Him, show to them that the higher dimension, the earthly laws will not have any power over you. The moment you're on a fleshy realm is when you were begging for bread. The moment you go to a higher dimension is the moment that nothing will be impossible for you. And Jesus had first to show them how to do it. That this is available for you as a Christian. And Jesus said to His disciples, go out and heal the sick. He has sent them to go and cast out demons and heal the sick. He has given them a word. And by His word, He has given them the access to go higher. Are you with me? Just change the key for me a bit. I don't know. You guys are throwing me off beat here. Sorry. I know this is live, but I cannot. I don't know. It's flow, flow with me, please. Um, I'm literally. I'm not intimidated by anyone here. Don't worry. It's just I have to flow. It's like a dance. You have to dance with me. Amen. Give God a praise. Jesus was living from a higher dimension. His mindset was from a higher dimension. And that is why the earthly things was easy for Him to do. And He showed it to His disciples that they can do what He has do, done and even greater things. And in Matthew, uh, in Luke 9 verse 1, I want us to go there. Luke 9 verse 1. Then He called, Jesus called His disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He gave them the same power that you and I have right now. The same power that you and I receive through the blood of Jesus Christ and through the Holy Spirit that dwells inside of us. He gave to them the same power. How many of you are filled with the Holy Spirit? So the same power that these disciples had, Jesus has given you through His blood and by the Holy Spirit. And through them seeing that the words that He has given them, their faith grew much stronger. And because of the faith that they had, that was maybe little in the beginning, but because they took a step of faith and walked in the faith and believed on the word that Jesus has given them, they were able to rise to a higher dimension where even the demons were subject to them. The moment you step out in faith is the moment you go to a higher dimension, not the moment that you believe. I want to tell you this. Every Christian believes or else you can't be a Christian. How do you become a Christian? Believe in your heart and confess of your mouth. But that doesn't mean you walk in faith. There's many Christians that live by believing and not by walking in faith. And that is why we are in the mess that we are in right now. Many people say, oh, but Krugersdorp is poor. Oh, it's the devil's city. It's because you think so. It's because you allow the devil to say that. 
Sometimes I just think our Christian need to be more violent. How many of you have driven past those big, I just saw it on Facebook, but how many of you have driven past that big boards? Why did you allow that to stay there? Why didn't you burn it off? I'm not telling you to be rebellious, but the violent take it by force. Children, read that, Satan's down, and you guys just drive past it. No, it's not true. For you leaving it, it means you agree with it. When I lived in Lepopo and I see some gomas paper on the poles, I was taking it out. Because I, that is not the way to do it. It is time that we change our mind and not just be, oh, I'm going to stay and let other dimensions affect me. No, God has called you to go higher. Are you with me? Luke 10 verse 17 says, Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Things that they struggled with before Jesus sent them out. Things that they thought that were higher than them. Sicknesses, poverty, fear, depression. The moment Jesus gave them a word and they acted on that faith, that even those things that they thought were higher than them were nothing for them. Why? Because they have elevated, God has elevated them, them to a higher dimension where nothing was impossible. Even demons had to listen to them. Normal people. Sometimes you think it's just for the 12 apostles. No, it says 70 others. It means everyone in this building, God can use to cast out demons. Every one God of you, God can use you to take you higher. Because of His grace, He has already given you. The early church had this mindset that gave them access to higher dimensions. And this is still available for you and I today. I want you to know that everything that was in the Bible is still available for you today. Don't allow religion to tell you it was for the early church. God does not live in time. In His eyes, maybe we are still the early church. We don't know how many thousands or million years is coming. Just saying it. You can make your calculations, but I can promise you'll be wrong. We do not know when it's coming. Maybe we are still the early church for Him. Imagine earth still gets two million years old. I'm just saying imagine the earth still gets two million years older. We are in 2000. We are still the early church. That's why the Bible says you are a living epistles. In a thousand years, they must speak of what you have done for Jesus Christ. Or they're going to say in year 2023 is when the Christians became weak and they submitted to the flesh. Or they're going to say that is the year that the Christians rise above their temptations, rose above their expectations and limitations and they took over wherever they go. Is that what they're going to say next two years or three years, 10,000 years from us? Or what are they going to say about you and I? <coughs> even today we can still do the things that Jesus has done and even greater things. Imagine, I said this morning in Centurion, imagine I have to walk off the stage and I walk in the air. Many of you will look at me and say, wow, he's anointed. And that is the mindset that will keep you where you are at. Because if you are a Christian and you want to go higher, your mind has to change as well. I, God is not looking for cheerleaders. He's looking for people to say, but if you can do that, I can do that, even greater things. When Peter saw Jesus walk on the water, he didn't say, oh, my father, you are the one. No, he said, if you can do it, I must have access because I'm your child to be able to do what you have done. For too long, 
We have looked at men and women of God and we saw them. We need to be pom-pom girls for them, cheerleaders. Yes, we honour where honour is due, definitely. God uses men and women gratefully. But it's available for you as well. Are you with me? It's for every one of us. Let me show you what it means when you have, that each one of you have the gifts or the access to go higher. Because you can sit here and say, but listen, is this going to happen for me, this conference? And many times we come to conferences and we have this mindset, is it going to happen for me, this conference? Will it happen for me, this conference? I want to show you now out of God's Word that you have the key already. In, it's already inside of you to go higher. It is not that you're waiting for us to get it, you give it to you. No, you already have the key to go higher inside of you. It is just you need to change your mind to know that you have it and use the keys to open the doors to go higher. In Romans 12 verse 3. For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Each one of us has received a measure of faith. You cannot sit here and say you do not have faith or a measure of faith or else you are a liar because I know my God and He cannot lie. When His Word says something, it is yes and amen. It is not maybe. Are you with me? So I want you to say with me, I have been given a measure of faith. My faith gives me access to a higher dimension. My faith is sufficient for my breakthrough. My faith is not lacking power. My faith connects me to a God with unlimited power and resources. Your faith is the thing that connects you to a higher God. And each one of you have received a measure of faith. Are you with me? Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. How many of you want to please God here this morning? The only way you can do that is to hear His Word and be doers of His Word. For you to quote the whole Bible doesn't mean He's pleased with you. You get many religious people that know the Bible better than you, yet they cannot cast out a fly. God has called you to please Him, not yourself. And how do you please Him? You take the Word that He has given you and you manifest that Word now in today. Are you with me? That is how you please God. And this is for all Christians. To walk in faith and not just in your belief system. So if you want to please God, you will have to manifest faith every day where you are walking. I want to show you in a Bible example in Mark 11 verse 1 of how it looks when you believe the words of Jesus or the Bible and you take a step of faith. Because a lot of times we read this scripture and we don't even see what's happening here. Now when they drew near to Jerusalem and Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples. So Jesus gave these two disciples a word. And he said to them, Go into the village opposite you, and as soon as you have entered it, you will find a cord tied on. <coughs> find a cord tied on which no one, no one has sat. Lose it and bring it. 
These two disciples had to believe the words of Jesus to take a step of faith, to go to a city, but they had to connect their faith and their belief system together to be able to do what Jesus said to them to do. They had to believe Him that when they go to a place, to the village that He sent them, that they will go to a place and there will be a court tied that no one has ever sat on. How many of you have God-given promises? But you're waiting for the promises to come to you. If Jesus was already there, for Jesus to see the call there, it means in the spiritual realm he was already there. But he didn't let it come from there to him. He sent someone with, a, with two men that he knew that has a belief system and their faith that they can go to a higher dimension where he was already been. And they just walked into that dimension and they said, this is mine. The owner did not fight with them. They took the court and they took it to Jesus. That is how you go to a higher dimension. How many promises has God given you and your family and your household? Are you just sitting waiting for better days? Or are you accepting the things that the world just throw at you? Are you going to take it by faith? Your divine healing that Jesus paid for. Divine prosperity your divine deliverance, are you going to wait for it just to come to you or are you going to understand that Jesus has given you access through faith to walk in those dimensions? There are dimensions in heaven where you and I can walk in. Where sickness, there is no sickness. There is no demons. There is no poverty. Are you with me? And this dimensions is available for you and I through the key of faith. Faith is the key that will give you access to go higher. Because the veil has already been torn, as I said before. Now you just have to take the step of faith and walk through the veil. And this is what we're going to do this conference. You're going to go enter into the highest of highs. And that is where the Bible says that you will have life and life more abundant. God wants each one of us to have life and life more abundant. But how many of you are ready this morning to renew your mind, to be able to go higher? That is good. To be able to go to the next dimension, but not just to go there, but to walk and live from there. Because many times in a conference or when we have an encounter of God in our rooms, we go to a dimension and then a week later we're in our flesh again. I want to challenge you that when we go this week into a higher dimension, that you will live from there. That when someone says, oh, but this negativity, oh, the interest rate, or someone speaks negative, you tell the devil to shut up. You do not know my God. Your interest rates do not touch me in the dimension that I am in right now. Because my God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. I am his son. The silver and gold belongs to him. Not one of us as parents will allow or want our children to do bad. How many of you want to see your children struggle? If you have a lot of money, you could be able to help them. Will you help your child? Yo, you guys. Okay, how many of you will not help your child? Okay, so then the other ones are, the, are maybe at home or somewhere. I need you to answer me because you're not answering me. Like, here's a few people here. How many, if your child is struggling and you have more than enough money, will help your child? So how much more our Heavenly Father? He does not want you to struggle. I want us to go to Mark 11 verse 22 and it says, So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. 
It did not say have faith in your own ability. Our faith is not for ourselves. Have faith in God. The other translations says have faith, have the faith of God. For assuredly, it doesn't say maybe or if you are perfect. Does it say you need to be perfect in this scripture? Does it say you have to be bold? No. Assuredly, so it's a guarantee. I say to you, whoever, say with me, I am whoever. Not perfect people. Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he says will be done. It will be done. It doesn't say you have to even do it. It says it will be done. So you say it and it will be done because of the measure of faith that you have already received. Each one of us has received a measure of faith. There is not one of us that can say this is not for us. So what mountain are you facing right now? Because you have the authority already in you to make that mountain become small very quickly. And it says, He will have whatever He says. So to whosoever, you, because of the faith that's in you, will have whatever you say. What have you spoken over your life to keep you in the dimension that you're right now? Only some people encounter is going to go higher. No, that is why you are where you are right now. Because you come here with doubt. Is God going to take me higher? Or is He just going to prophesy to someone else? Is He just going to locate someone else? No, you don't have your prophetic word because you have not put a demand on it yet. You come with doubt in your mind. And that is why you're staying where you're at right now. Therefore, I say to you, whatever thing you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So where you see in this scripture mountains, I want you to put your problems, your circumstances in the place of that mountains. Anything that keeps you in a dimension of the flesh, put it where the mountains is. So if you have faith, you will say to this mountain be removed and a soul be removed. Guaranteed, as surely I say, to whosoever, not some special people, every one of you, this is available for you. Faith means to believe in God that He will do what He said He will do. That is what faith is. Faith means you believe what God has said He will do and He will do it. Whether your faith is big or small, that is not the issue. Because sometimes we think, my faith is too small. How many of you have ever thought that your faith is a bit too small to raise someone from the dead? Then I'm speaking to the right people. The reason why you think so is because you are this level. This morning you're going to rise to a higher dimension where you will understand and know that you know that nothing is impossible for you. The issue is this, if God promised something, will His promise change because your faith is too small? So why do you think you can't raise the dead? Why do you think you can't heal the sick? God does not change His word because you have small faith or great faith. His word is His word if you have any faith. This means we do not need great faith, but we need a great God. That is what we need. Have faith in God and all things will be possible for you. Don't have faith in yourself. 
We need to know the trustworthiness of God and His Word. That when He says He will do something, that He will do it. Our problem is we do not know what our faith connects ourselves to. We think it is because of ourselves and the faith that we have that we can do something. No. The Bible says have faith and it will be done. Whatever you say will be done. It doesn't mean you have to do it. God is the one that heals. He's the one that delivers. Not me. Are you with me? Have faith in God, it says. God is the source of your, of your faith. God is the giver of your faith. But how do you increase your faith? You have to take a step of faith. And it's easy to increase in faith because God is the one that gives. He's your Father and He wants to give you more and more. But what are you going to do with, if he, what, why will He give you more if you have not even used what He has given you? How many of you have come to conferences, received your slight under spirit, but yet you have not even cast out a fly? It is time that we don't look for something new, but what is already inside of us, let us walk in that. Are you with me? In Matthew 6 verse 25 it says, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. For they neither sow nor reap nor gather into bonds, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? Worrying is not going to help you at all. You have to have faith in Jesus Christ. Are you with me? Verse 28 it says, So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothed the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will He not much more clothe you, you you of little faith? To think of this, Solomon was one of the, was the richest man that ever lived. Yet, God says, if you have little faith, you will dress you better than Solomon. So why don't you go look for some more expensive clothes? And it's not about that. It is to show you that when you get to this dimension, God dresses you. You use your normal cheap clothes to paint, like I said this morning, we are live, so I can't say brands on screen now. But the brands that most of us wear every day is supposed to be our working clothes. If you have little faith, God can dress you even better than Solomon were ever dressed. Faith will tell you, I need to just be okay. No. Faith will tell you, you have to go higher. Five will never let you go down, but always to go up. Are you with me? And therefore, verse 31, Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. How many of you are Gentiles? Still? No, you were Gentiles. You're not Gentiles anymore. Did you guys miss the new creation thing that Prophet Leon just gave the last few months? You were Gentiles. You're not Gentiles anymore. So the Gentiles seek after all these things. After all these things the Gentiles seek, 
For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. So you need all these things. So you need the best clothes. Do you read the Bible the way I read it? We were just speaking about Solomon and how he gets dressed and how they eat. God knows you need all these things. But first seek His kingdom and His righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. The Gentiles seek it, but they don't have a promise that they will receive it. Where we as Christians, the moment we see God, we have a promise from Him that He will look after us. He will provide for us. Why? Because when you seek Him, you are in a higher dimension and you cannot lack anything in that dimension. And that is what God has given you. But you cannot live by anxiety. You have to live by faith to be able to live in this dimension. Philippians 4 verse 6 says, Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, and a peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and minds through Christ Jesus. Like I said this morning, when a storm comes, go back one verse, when a situation comes, that is when you will see, be anxious for nothing, because Sometimes when a storm comes, it tries to intimidate you. We are just sometimes in our flesh, you understand? So then we get faced with this storm. And God has to tell us and remind us, do not be anxious for nothing. But pray. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. So when you pray, you don't pray, God, if it is your will. You thank Him already for what you are praying for. I said this morning, it is like you going to your boss at the end of the month and you say to your boss, if it is your will, will you pay me this month? You can pay me if it's your will. That is how stupid we pray as Christians. God, if it's your will, heal me. Jesus has already done the work. Jesus has already paid the price for you to be healed. Imagine, when a storm comes, you just pray and you thank God that it is done. It is like my mom, she's the only one going to listen to it, but she knows something that irritated me from a young age. Will you please do this for me? Thank you. I'm like, I didn't even say yes, but you say thank you. It frustrated me as a young man. Why if I thank you? Like, you think you're better than me. You understand? I'm just transparent. Yet, God wants us to come to Him like that. Father, will you remove the storm? I thank you that you're going to remove the storm. I thank you that this storm will not touch my house. No calamity will eat my house. I thank you, therefore. You understand? That is faith. Praying in faith. To be anxious means you have fear. And when you have fear, you have doubt. And doubt is the opposite of faith. Doubt is the enemy of God. God wants you to have the mindset of faith that Jesus Christ had. That nothing is impossible for Him. The fa your faith is not in yourself. I need you to listen to this. Your faith is not in yourself. Or else, that is not faith, but just self-confidence. The problem is we have a lot of Christians of self-confidence, but they do not have faith. And that is why they cannot cast out demons. They cannot heal the sick. In my church, I tell the people, bring the sick, bring the demon-possessed, bring the witches, and we will see who has the power. Not because I am self-confidence. No, jeez. If I have to fight my flesh, I will be kicked. My butt will be kicked. But I understand that he that is in me is stronger than he that is in the world. world. Are you with me? So we have to have faith in Christ. Are you with me? Confidence in Him, not in ourselves. It is when you see things falling around you, 
but you do not become anxious because you know the God who has promised you all those things. All things will be given to you because of your faith. Your faith access and give you access to a God that is in heaven and on earth. I said this morning on my Facebook, many people say, I say I don't have a father in heaven. I said this morning. Because religion will make him feel so distant. My God is omnipresence. He's not in heaven. He's omnipresence. And if He's in heaven, I'm in heaven. Because we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Sometimes religion will say, Father in heaven. And we say, we're praying against the wall or roof. How can you pray against the roof? If the veil has been torn, how can you pray against... You understand? When we say in a service... We have to break through. We're not meaning we have to break through the spiritual atmosphere. No. Because the heavens has already been rendered. The atmosphere is already open for us just to walk into the holies of holies of God. How many of you know that? But when we as preachers say we have to break through the atmosphere, it means we have to get you out of your flesh, your mindly carnal mindset that you can go higher, that we can see what God wants to do. Are you with me? It is not we're working for Him to come down. No. He's omnipresence. Where two or three are gathered, his name is there. It means his manifest presence is there. But you have to have faith in him. Philippians 4 verse 19 says, And my God, say with me, my God. God. See, I love God. He's a personal God. Not someone else's God. My God. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So God will supply to you not according to your ability or your wisdom or how good you are. God will supply according to His riches. I don't know about you, but I know that my God lacks nothing. He breathes and He can make stuff. He's the one who promises and He's the one who is the provider and supplier. But have faith in God, not in yourself. God is looking to see if you have faith. Because if He sees you have faith, it means you are not a Gentile. And the moment that you're not a Gentile, He says, but this is my son and this is my daughter. Now I will give them out of my riches all things because of their faith. Their faiths make them a son and a daughter. And that makes me obligated to give them all things. Even if your faith is small, It carries great power because your small faith connects you to a great God that is faithful. If I open that door now, you can open it wide or I can open it. There's someone anyway opens it. But anyway, (laughs) someone can open it big or open it small. It is open. Everything that's in that room can come through now. And that is how it is in Christianity. God has given us the key, a little bit of faith or more, more faith. I don't know what dimension of faith you have, but the measure of faith that you have given you is the key to, for you to be connected to a God that has unlimited resources and power. So that is why nothing will be impossible for you. You may feel that your faith is insignificant because maybe the person next to you have more faith or they have walked more signs, wonders and miracles. The only reason why you think your faith is insignificant is because you are carnally minded. Your mindset is still on a dimension that keeps you bound to that dimension and you don't understand what God has already placed inside of you. That the power of faith is in the source of the faith. 
and not a carrier. Let me say that again. The power of faith is in the source of the faith and not in the carrier. We are just vessels. The power lies in God where our faith connects us to. Are you with me? Not in ourselves. Your little faith is enough if you believe it and stand on it. And through you, and through you standing on your faith, it will increase. And it will give you access to things that you thought was impossible. Your faith gives you access to the unlimited things. James 1 verse 2 says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testings of your faith produce patience. So when a trial comes, it doesn't mean you're not in a higher level. No, it means God has given you faith to already overcome this thing. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Why do you allow the enemy to tell you that you're going to always have that sickness? You'll never have healing. You always lack joy. You always lack boldness. You always feel that you're not good enough. The Bible says you will lack nothing that is good from God. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him. So every one of us can get freely from God. Are you with me? But let him ask in faith with no doubting. We need to ask God things in faith and live from a praise from faith and not doubting because the moment that you doubt, you are an enemy of God. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. So the moment you have doubt, you will receive nothing from God. And that is why many of us are where we are at. Because we do not pray with faith. We pray with belief, but not with faith. Father, I know your word says that I will be healed. I know you believe. I know that Jesus Christ paid the price. Yes, you believe. But Father, if it's your will, can you heal me? Where's the faith in that? You will not receive your healing because the Bible says there's doubt in your prayer. Your prayers will not be answered. Believing in faith work like this. Father, I thank you that through the blood of your Son, Jesus Christ, that all sicknesses has lost its power. Death has lost its sting. I thank you that sickness are not allowed in my life. I thank you that I will be healed because you are not a man that you should lie. And there is faith and God can answer that. But the moment you have doubt, God cannot answer it, even if He wants to, because then He breaks His own word. God cannot break His word. His word is above His name. And then it goes on and says, He is a double-minded man, unstable in all His ways. When you go and build a jetty or a, a bridge in the ocean, you start with one pole. And when that pole is not moved by the winds, and by the, the waves, you can build a great structure on that jetty. And then you can even put big, bigger boats than a jetty onto that boat, on that, bigger boats onto that jetty, and it will not be moving. And that is exactly how our faith is. We take the little measure or the great measure, whatever measure God has given you, you plant that faith and you stand against the trials and the tribulations that comes against you. And the moment that you stand, your faith will increase and you will just increase and increase that you'll even be able to help other people like a jetty helps boats. You will be able to help other people, not just yourself, to go to a next dimension. Are you with me? That is exactly how faith works. Because when you doubt, is the moment 
that your faith gets thrown away. The moment you doubt is like when that wave comes and it hits that ball away and you have to start all over again. But when you have great faith and you understand what dimension God has given you, you will rise above every storm and you understand nothing will destroy you if you have faith in God. We need to cast down vain imaginations. The reason why you have so much doubt is because of negative thoughts or a negative res results that we get or a report we get from a doctor. And it gives us so much doubt that we forget that we need to be grounded on Jesus Christ who is the rock. And we take our minds off from the promises of God and we start walking in a carnal mindset. We need to always be fixed in faith in Jesus Christ. Romans 8 verse 5 says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So that is why many people stay in depression. Because they stay in carnally mindset. They stay in a dimension of doubt. Can God set me free? Does He really love me? That is why you have death in your life. Because your mind has not taken you to a higher dimension where these things can't even touch you. Verse 7 it says, Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. So the moment you have doubt, you are God's enemy. Because He wants to do a good work in your life, but your doubt makes Him not to be allowed to do it. For, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So those who are in doubt can't please God. Yet we just read that if you want to please God, you have to live by faith. So the moment you have doubt, you can't please Him. Even if you try so hard, you can have all the Scriptures remembered. If you don't believe in those Scriptures and have faith in them, it will not work for you. Are you with me? That means if you're on your flesh, you can't walk in faith. And that means you can't please God. We get faith in man and we get faith in ourselves. But then we get faith in God. The Bible didn't say have faith in yourself or your own ability. It says has faith in God. Faith in God is perfected through Christ Jesus. Jesus said it was finished on the cross. The veil into the higher dimension has been torn through Jesus Christ. We are not waiting for Him to, to break the power of sickness. We're not waiting for Jesus to break the power of poverty. It has already been broken when He was on the cross and He said, it is finished. We know through faith that it is done. We don't question it. How many of you do not question it with me and believe that when Jesus said it is done, it is done? We need to have faith without doubt and receive what He has already paid for us to have. Just believe and say, thank you, Jesus. Faith is a spiritual force. You cannot always see it in the flesh. It is a thing that you have to take in action. God, I'm going to do what your word says I have to do. And the moment you take the step of faith, you'll see there will be a force that will empower you to do what you want to do. Are you with me? But your faith has to be grounded on Jesus Christ, who is the rock. Have you even seen at the ocean rocks, those big boulders, the rocks? You'll see a tsunami comes. Have you ever seen that rocks move? No. And that is how you and I as Christians 
need to be grounded on the rock who is Jesus Christ, who is immovable from any storm. Are you with me? Christ has to be our foundation to be able to go higher. But we have to, our faith connects us to Him. Or else we are His enemy, as we just read. Matthew 17 verse 17 says, Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, and then we just usually read on, but why did Jesus call them perverts? Why, I, when I read the Bible, I ask questions. Why did God tell them they are a perverse generation? Was it because they sinned? Was it because they did something wrong? No, it was not that. The reason why Jesus called them a perverse generation is because they had doubt and they did not have faith. That is how strong Jesus even felt about not having faith. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I be with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon. This was where they were struggling to cast out a demon and had to bring the boy to Jesus. And it came out of him and the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief. So if they had faith, they would have been able to cast them out. Because the Bible says, whoever has faith will say to this mountain, move from there and move from there and it will happen. Yet they could not say to this mountain, move. Why? Because they had unbelief at that moment, doubt and questions, and they did not have faith. Maybe it's because they have done so much deliverance that they just think they could have done it out of themselves, not knowing they needed the faith, their faith, to connect to God because God is the one that does the deliverance. Are you with me? It's not myself that does the deliverance. No. I just cast out demons easily because I understand what dimension I am in. And this dimension is available for each one of you. And this conference, God wants you to go to a higher dimension that you'll be able to do all things with Christ who strengthens you. Because many of us, we say, I can do all things with Christ who strengthens me. But then you see someone over here like, can I, can I pray for them? Will it work? Will it not work? It will not work if that is your mind. Because you still think it's you doing it. You must allow your little faith or your measure of faith to connect you to God in a different dimension that you can be able to go in that dimension and when you take a step of faith is the moment that God's power will flow through you, not your power. And it says, so Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, so surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you'll say to this mountain, move, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible. Say so will be nothing will be impossible for me. Why did Jesus say if you have faith like a mustard seed? Because a mustard seed was one of the smallest measurements they had in that days. So Jesus said if you just have some faith, nothing will be impossible for you. How many of you just say that you have some faith, a measure of faith that Jesus has given you? Okay, now you don't raise your hand. Oh, you, don't you guys want to go higher? I need you guys to respond. How many of you have faith? So that means nothing must be impossible for you. Didn't say you have to have great faith. It didn't say you have to be perfect. If you have faith like a mustard seed, and it says at the end of the scripture, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not come out except by prayer and fasting, original Scriptures, that is not even they, that verse. But many people say, what comes out if you pray and fast? And many people think this type of demon don't come out by prayer and fasting. That is what religion will tell you. 
and that is what the world wants you to believe but it actually says this kind of faith does not come out through prayer and fasting because if I have to pray think of this I think it's logical let's say stand up let's say he has a demon and I have to now say I can't do deliverance on him because I must first go and pray and fast it means listen to this he that's in me is not stronger than he that's in that guy so I don't need to pray and fast to cast out demons. I do, I pray and fast because I love Jesus and I want to spend time with Him. I want to become more like Him. But when your faith comes out when you pray and fast. So that means, it doesn't say pray and fast and you receive it. It says pray and fast and it will come out. It means it's already inside of you. The faith that you need to move any mountain to make anything be possible for you is already inside of you. But the reason why we have to pray and fast for it to come out of us is because our carnal mind and our flesh is in our way. Our reasoning stops us from going higher. God has given you the key to go to the heights of the heights. And this conference you're going to go into it. I can feel it. Are you with me? Because sometimes your flesh will lie to you and saying you're not good enough or it will remind you of past failures or to remind you of what you done wrong yesterday. It is not about you. It's about what does your little faith connect you to. He's the healer. He's the deliverer. We need to come to a place where we know that God is the one with the power to do what He says He will do. Our faith just gives us access, legal power for Him to manifest Himself on earth. So the moment you take a step of faith is the moment heaven has to come down. Are you with me? Our little faith is enough because it connects us to a limitless God. And that is why the Bible says, lay your hands on the sick and they shall be healed. The Bible didn't even say you have to pray for them. For you praying for them means you're already trying to do it out of your flesh. God has given us such little responsibility to do, just to show Him that we have a step of faith. Many people say you have to jump for this hula hoop and that hula hoop. You have to do this and this before you can heal the sick. No. God says just lay your hands on them. Why? Because you believe Jesus Christ is the healer. But that is not enough. Everyone believes but not everyone is healed. But the moment you stretch your hand out to that person, you are taking a step of faith. And nothing will be impossible for you. So the moment you take your, take your hand out is the moment you go to a higher dimension and God is obligated to do what He said He will do because you have done what you, He said you have to do. You've taken His Word, you've believed His Word and you stretch your hand out and say, God, I trust you. And the moment you do that, the Holy Spirit just floods through you and the power of God just flows. Why? Because the moment you take a step of faith, it is not I who live, but Christ who lives in me because suddenly you'll be shifted to a different atmosphere, a different dimension where it is not you doing anything. You are just the host pipe and God let the water flow through you as He wills because you're connected and going to a higher dimension. Are you with me? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. We will have to change the perception that we have about ourselves. You are good enough inside of you. You have the keys to go higher. You have the key inside of you to do any and everything you want to do. And what's in God's will. Are you with me? But how do you activate or increase this faith? You will have to believe the Word of God. And then you will have to take a step of faith. Not just know the Word of God, but do the Word of God as His disciples had to do what He said them to do. 
Are you with me? The Bible says we are seated in Christ in heavenly places. So we need to understand we are not fighting the enemy on a lower level. We are seated in a higher position with Christ already. We are seated in heavenly places. The devil and all his minions, the mountains that you think you're fighting that are equal with you, are only equal because you do not understand who you are in Christ. Because if you understand you are in Christ, you are seated in heavenly places, the demons and all their minions will be under your feet like ants because you are from a higher place. When you face a giant on its level, it is the moment when fear comes because it is a lower dimension. Are you with me? Let's say my brother, he's big, he can stand. Just stand up. So come stand here. So he's now in a lower dimension. But what we, we, you and I sometimes do, we go down to the dimension where the giants is. Things that are, we are facing, the storms. And we try to wrestle against it. And that is not what God says. Come up here. For me to stand next to him and fight him, I'm going to have to think, I'm going to have to fight him my flesh. But for him here, I'll kick his head off. Because I'm in a higher place. You need to understand that when you go to a higher place, your giants will look small to you and they will be powerless. Are you with me? Because you will have all of heaven backing you. You will not have the flesh. Oh, how am I going to do No, I can kick him many different ways to be sitting on his bum at this moment. But if I stand next to him and he's my level, I'm going to have to think of more reasons I'm going to have to trick maybe. And that is what we as Christians do. We want to fight the enemy on his level. Your faith has given you access to go higher. Don't fight the enemy in the level where he wants you to fight. Fight it from the dimension that God has given you access to. A higher dimension that you can go in this conference. God wants you to have life and life abundance. It is in this dimension where you'll be able to see clearer and farther. You'll be able to see the future. Like I said last week, John, come up here. I'll show you the things to come. It is in this dimension that you'll be able to father. The higher you go, actually the better you will see. Moses and Joshua was going to the top of the mountain and there was nonsense at the bottom. And Joshua, when Moses came down to Joshua's level, Joshua said, but listen, there's war. And Moses says, no, it is not war. I was higher, I could see clearer what's going on. Are you with me? People on the lower level will not understand you if you go higher. It is like the Israelites. Moses went to the top. He was in the cloud of God, yet they saw fire from the bottom. Your perception changes if you go higher because you will see things for what they are. It is when you go to a higher place, you don't fight for provision. Provision is there. When Abraham wanted to go sacrifice his son on a mountain, on a high place, he thought he's going to sacrifice his son in the flesh. But the moment you go higher, God has already left the provision for you there. The lamb was already there in the trees when he came there. When you go to a higher place, the in, the, your provision will irritate you because it will be in your face. He was busy with all these things and he didn't even see that until he understood he was in a higher place. And then he says, but God himself will provide a lamb. And we know the revelation goes with that as well. Fleshly and carnal-minded Christians are people who live in a lower dimension or level. They are like a small plane. That when tribulations come or when storms come, that plane feels all those tribulations, those winds, those storms, those lightning. 
And that is why you will have fear. If you are in a small plane, you need the storm, you will have fear. I will. How many of you will have fear? And that is because we are in a carnal mindset. But if you are a spiritual mindset or you have a Christ mindset of your walk in faith, you will understand that you are now a higher dimension. It means you are like a Boeing. When a Boeing see a storm comes, do you think the people fear in that storm? No. The Boeing just go above the storm. It just go higher to a higher dimension and the storm doesn't even face them. So when you go through a storm as a Christian, connect to God in a higher dimension with your faith and as fa- you will not have fear at all. Are you with me? Just stand to your feet. I don't want to take too long. God has called each one of you to go higher. And this conference, the name of this conference was not by accident. It is by God's divine purpose for this conference to happen the way it is happening. Are you with me? Just want to see something. But you'll have to have faith to walk in this dimension. So when you come tonight, don't come in a mindset if it's God's will. It is His will. Come with violent faith. That God, I will not leave this place until you speak to me. I will not leave this place until Prophet Leon locates me. I will not leave this place until I get my healing. I will not leave this place until I get my breakthrough. Because when you go higher, all these things are automatic. Are you with me? And God wants His children to go higher. That is why He broke and tore the veil that was between us and Him. That we can live with Him in higher dimensions. But He doesn't want you to have poverty. He wants you to dress better than Solomon. And he had the best of the best in that days. Are you with me? Just raise your hands. Father, I pray right now for everyone that's online and everyone that's in this building. I pray that in this conference that you will take them higher. And every gift and every little measure or any measure of faith that's in them right now. Father, I pray that they will know that it is good enough to move mountains and nothing will be impossible. I pray that you will activate that faith and remove the limitations, religion and strife from them. Let them renew their mind this morning. And Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are not a man that you should lie. That the moment they take a step of faith, you will answer. The moment they take a step of faith, you will do what you have said you will do because you will not lie. And if you promise it, you'll give it out of your riches. I thank you that your children will lack nothing good, that they will be healed, they'll be set free. And provision is theirs. Heavens is their dwelling place. I pray, Father, that you remove every veil from their heads and from their minds. Let them know the faith that you have given them gives them access to unlimited God. That in them nothing is impossible and that they can do all things for you strengthens them. Father, I thank you for every testimony that's going to come through this. That you have empowered your people to do your will. Father, we thank you already for what you're about to do because that is how faith works. Give God a praise if you receive that this morning.